Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. And we back, baby. Hey, listen. The NBA is getting crazy right now. Mm-hmm. The NBA is getting super crazy right now. Um, it's heating up, which I'm happy about, but prayers up to Donovan Mitchell. Just yep. feel like we just had to do this with Jamal Murray. Literally, just had to do this. Um, mm-hmm. But as much as prayers up for him, I'm super excited to, to hear that he only going to miss uh, like a several games, yeah. which is better than being out for the rest of the season, obviously. Um, we got your boy Zach Levine in protocol, so he's going to miss several games. And so will the Bulls. The Bulls will miss uh, eight games, all of them. They're going to miss a bunch of shots. <laughs> but you know what's so crazy as a zach levine fan i'll be honest with you i'm preparing for the bulls to play better without him not because they are better without him but that the nba just works weirdly like that and it just allows people to continue their narratives mm-hmm. but i'm preparing for the bulls to like hey, i was i was still in la when this news broke and i think i was in the party with mike and i was like the bulls will win a few games with zach levine being out and then bulls fans are gonna be like Empty stats. Empty stats. <laughs> it's just how the game works, bro. It's just how it works. It, it always again. I'm not saying that they're gonna they're better without him, but the basketball gods always seem to work in some weird way like that. Um, I I got a tweet the other day from a dude that was like, you know, um, Jalen Brown got to be the most improved player. Y'all make sure y'all. Uh, don't disrespect him when the time comes for that. Blah blah blah. Julius Randle is the most important. <laughs> <laughs> bro. And it, it's so crazy because we knew he had like that like triple double. Like he he always had that playmaking. Like he could do a little bit of everything on the court. But this year is just different. One, he kind of added like that leadership to him. Like he's just a winning player. Like he took that that obnoxious game that sometimes made you want to like shake your head and do all that stuff. Yep. He turned that shit into winning plays. And then second of all, his jump shot is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know if I've seen a, a, a different player, like, change they not even change they jump. He's literally just hitting shots, right? Yeah. He went from a player that struggled to shoot the ball to now that's literally one of the best things he could do. Shout out to Thibodeau, you know? Uh, like you said, he ain't even changed his shot. I mean, he's just – he's doing the same things, but it's becoming effective. So, you know, I think that's credit to him putting in the work um, in the summer because that's the time to get better in, in the summertime. But then it's also coaching – they said a Kobe story every game with him. Every team. game now. Yeah. Every and, game. And, and where they what, what blows me is that they don't even mention where it comes from. He had the Players' Tribune article, which is where he documented that story. Now everybody wants to talk about it. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, coaching, coaching of the, coach of the year, most improved player. Um, you know, it's not an award, but, you know, we probably team of the year just because we were the laughing stock and everybody had some shit. Wait, you think he's getting coach of the year? To, uh, Tom Thibodeau getting coach of the year? He might not get it, but he should be in a conversation. You know, like okay, uh, Quinn Snyder probably get it if they No, I think Monty Williams might get it. Even Monty would, you know, something like that. But I, I definitely think Tom Thibodeau is going to get some votes and some respect for it. Yeah. I think awesome. he definitely should. He took that team from the lottery <laughs> to being in the playoffs. Without and any that, major moves, they didn't do yeah. any like sign yeah. a superstar or anything. Coach. They just, yeah, you know, what coach, he, he's not gonna really get no like coach of the years or nothing like that. But I like, I kind of like got some respect for now. James Borrego, you know, what he did with uh Charlotte, and they've been they've been a team that's bad on she, they got a hell of players out, you know, especially their, their you know, top two. And he was like, Man, there ain't no excuses, you know, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for everybody, not just you know, people in the locker room. This is an opportunity for me too. 
So it was like, from that, I was just like, damn, okay. You know, he, he already know how to come with it, how to get uh, players to buy in and stuff like that. And I think that's ba- basically half the job, you know, when it comes to coaches right. getting the players to buy in and everything. So they, hey, they missing so many players, bro. Their starting lineup yesterday was Terry Rozier, Cody Martin, Jalen McDaniels, Miles Bridges, and Vernon Carey. Then off the bench, they had the other Martin brother, Bismack, Brad Wanamaker, Grant Hiller, and uh, Nick Richards. That was their team. Hey, that's a grand really. We was talking about it last episode too, like the res- those like potential restricted dudes that people just might look at. Miles Bridges could be one of those dudes. He's still relatively young, still got game. You know, people he might could, look at but I don't, I don't think the horn is gonna let him go. No, no, he's a perfect. Maybe I think we we asked somebody cool. asked on this show before, like favorite role player, and I said Miles Bridges, bro. That that dude, he, <laughs> he be hooping, and he's a highlight reel on top of it. So yeah, big game from him yesterday in the L because they missing so many players, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're gonna let him go. Well, uh, out out in the East, it's getting tight. It's getting tight in that in the middle of that pack, uh, with the Knicks, Celtics, and Hawks. Mm-hmm. They like all right there fighting for that home court advantage. So that's gonna be uh, exciting to see how that play out. The Heat ain't that far away. Yeah. Uh, they are a couple. They are a couple games back at twenty eight and twenty eight, while the rest of them are thirty and twenty. They has been weak recently, bro. The Heat yeah, been they weak have recently. Been. After they after they started it up, they kind of fizzled out. I don't really know what to make the Heat. And then the Celtics have low-key picked it up. They they quietly put together, especially and they're on a West Coast trip, and they've gotten good wins out there. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's the it's the Luke Cornette effect. His ass. He ain't doing nothing. He ain't doing nothing. So we're gonna know the three blocks he had. We're gonna know the three blocks he had, though. So, so you want to back on the Bulls? He'll take him back. You think no. he's gonna do that then? Okay. No, honestly, Celtics you know really telling me that like OP, he was actually pretty good for them. He's like, actually no. I'm I'm halfway joking. Like he has been good. Yeah, actually, he, he ain't the he ain't the reason, but he has came in and played a more significant role there than he did ever with the Bulls. Yeah. I mean, and that's bro. And we've been talking about, bro. We, me and KB was talking about this in the party, bro. All these players that's getting traded away from the Bulls, they've been hooping, bro. They've yeah. been hooping, yeah. and it, and it kind of makes me sad that Lowry didn't get traded. That's <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like he's just kind of like on, on the wrong fit for the Bulls. And I'm not even de- deeply looking into Bulls games like that, but just like, I don't know. He just seems like he's kind of out of fit. No, he sucks. Yeah. Um, but but on his play in. The, we not we the bull no the bulls are out we're not let's talk about the team surrounding the bulls the bulls are done it's over with the bulls um, not done i mean the raptors are right te- there te- te- technically technically they aren't done the bulls are, are. done because the wizards the wizards are going to be the moving. wizards are hooping okay. That's, that's and it and this play into what Mike was just talking about, when Daniel Gafford got traded to the Wizards, I was like, that's perfect. The reason Daniel Gafford is a guy that can pl- play well is is when he has a guy that can give him the ball. And he has Russell Westbrook just throwing him the ball every time. So, of course, he's going to have better games than when it was Tomas Sadoransky. So, it was a perfect get. Like, when they traded him away, I understood the reason to do that. We need a more winged up. We, Troy Brown Jr. has been good for us, too. But, like... People think that just because the Bulls traded him away, that means he was supposed to be a scrub. And I'm like, no, Daniel Gaffer was really solid for us for a year and a half. But when you trade for Nick Vucevic, there's, there's, you're losing minutes for him. So let's go get a guy that can help us a little bit more. And it happened to be Troy Brown Jr. I, I think, honestly, when you look at that Wizards team, who wants to play them in that play-in tournament? I think when you got Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, they could definitely win you those two games. And they could easily take that AC without with being a team that was pretty bad all year. Yeah, I I, I mean I hear what you're saying, but this is you can say that for any of the teams that are being a play in. I mean I don't think the Heat will will be scared of the Wizards. 
why, why would the Miami Heat be scared of the Washington Wizards? You're right. I don't think Pacers are either. Pacers. Are uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think you know what I mean. So I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I don't. I don't think none of them teams are going to be running because a lot of these teams beat the Wizards. The Wizards are 22 and 33 for a reason. They've <laughs> lost to a lot of teams. Yeah. They heating it up and they playing better basketball. But like I feel like they're all in the same boat, and and then the Heat and the Hornets obviously have um, an advantage because they're significantly better. So if the if the Wizards were to get in, they'd be in the tenth spot, and the Heat and the, the Hornets would be superior teams. Now the Hornets, um, the Hornets probably would be a team that would be a little afraid because they're down. Their top two guys don't know how long or or how how um, how they'll where they'll be for when it's time to play in. Uh, if Gordon or, or Lamelo will be back. Uh, but I, I'll assume not. And even if they were, they're, they're a younger team. You know what I mean? So I could see them potentially the Wizards beating. But with the, when it comes to other teams, the Pacers are just as good with Brogdon, Sabonis, uh, Levert. Hey, um, I will say this, though. Out of those teams, or most of these teams, the Wizards are probably playing the best basketball, though. Although their record ain't that ain't like that, they started off super. Even when Bradley Beal was averaging like damn near 40 a game, they weren't winning games, but they've had a lot of like winning streaks. They've had times where they put it together. And I mean, their defense is coming, you know, and offensively, Russ Westbrook and Bradley Beal, they're going to take care of that. But if they can play some defense, they they, they definitely got a shot at these teams. I'm that's, not a saying, big, that's a big if because they, they haven't played defense at all this year. Yeah, they haven't. They, so all of a sudden, they started with. I hear what you're saying. They're playing, bro. The way that they started, it's inevitable that they were going to play better. <laughs> like I'm saying, start they're, so right now low, they're playing pretty good basketball. So in so in a play, so so you would take them over the Heat right now. They're, so yeah, would you take them over the Heat? Yeah, why not? It, I would think it would be a very good game. I think yeah, the I'm not I think the Wizards Miami, would give me Miami, man. Y'all, I I I hear y'all, but give me Miami. I think y'all are, are on some shit. I no, would not be surprised if this Wizards team ended up at the eighth seed this year. Give me give me Miami. Being the eighth seed is not – that doesn't mean that they fucking with Miami then. That means Miami beats them. That means Miami don't – they don't even play. So, Miami. okay, so as of right now, if if in order for the Wizards to get the eighth seed, they'd have to, first of all, get the fucking tenth seed. They ain't even done that just yet. Y'all jumping – they got two teams ahead of them right now, so y'all got to chill out on that. Um, but they got to get there, and then they'd have to beat the Pacers in one game and then also beat the loser of Heat Hornets will probably be the – they'd have to beat the Pacers and then the Hornets probably. No, but things are shifting. They might not even make the 10th seed. Y'all might be jumping a gun. But the reason why y'all might not be is because they play against the Pistons tonight. I'm looking and then at the Thunder five tomorrow. Could, I'm looking at five games. They could damn near wrap up, bro. The Thunder they tomorrow, got okay the Warriors, the Wizards, then the Cavs. Like, Listen, their next Cavs, five games I'm are. sorry, bro. Like, I'm cold, but Russell not going. You see, I'm sorry. see that? But this is also a team that has lost to those teams. Yeah. <laughs> they are below the Bulls right now for a reason. Yeah. Right. But I this think isn't the fucking Celtics we talking about or some shit like a team that was sh- sh- like this is a team that has been bad for a majority of the season. They're playing better because, like I said, when you play, if, if you have zero points and, and, you, and you foul out the next game, you're going to be better. My friend, you should not have zero point because getting one point is going to mean you had a better game. So I hear what y'all are saying. And, and I don't think that they're I, I don't think that they just some bullshit ass team. But I agree with KB. Shit, they not even a lock to play in a play in, technically. Yeah. The East sucks. That's what we talk. We're talking about a team yeah. that is 
11 games under 500 talking about they could be dangerous. The East just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the East is just bad. And in all honesty, I would love to see that team play the 76ers than any of those other teams just because of the matchup of Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. They can win a game or two mm. against Philly. So you think you think they're no. more dangerous against no. the one seed other no. than the Raptors, no. the Bulls? Hey. The yeah. Wizards done slid these two guys some money that me and KB. <laughs> <laughs> you out of your mind. You out of your mind. I've been talking no, about the Wizards. I'm just saying, that is a tougher matchup than any of those other teams. When you oh. look at that duo alone, that duo alone is dangerous. Like, I'm not hey. saying that they're going to beat the 76ers, but they're going to be way more exciting to watch than the Pacers, the Hornets. Okay, I, I'll, give you that. I'll give you that. But all the teams going to get their ass washed off the floor. So it don't matter if they lose by 18. You might as well go for exciting than if they're going to get their ass washed. The Bulls are 2 1 against them this season, by the way. Just throwing I don't know what there. you even just said, Mike. You probably just said something that don't even he matter. Said, he, I said, go for exciting. He said, all the teams going to get their ass stomped, which is true. You might as well go for exciting then. We'll see. Matter of fact, I want to look up how the Wizards have done against the Philadelphia 76ers this year. Oh, I got you. I'm right. I'm already on this yeah, page. Please let, please me, let me know. 76ers. 76ers versus Wizards so far this season. They've played all three games, and it is a 3-0 sweep uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> um, there's a six-point win. There's a five-point win, and then a 26-point win. Those are the those. 26-point win is the most recent. That March was March 12th. 12th. Yep. And let me check and see if Joel Embiid. Um, ben Simmons in play. Joel Embiid only played 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias yeah. Harris only played 23 minutes. But I, this was before Daniel Gaffer got on the team. So, I mean, they're they're different now. And that's six fouls they can throw at him. That's so, six fouls they can throw. Ben Simmons ain't even playing. Bradley Beal only had 19. <laughs> I think that was his season low at the time, too. Because 19, oh. is a, 19 is a terrible game for Bradley Beal. Um, but I... I I'd be on cloud nine if I put 19 points up on anybody. <laughs> Bradley Beal put up 19. They like, bro, he's a he trash. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. I'm to be able to slow him down that much without Ben Simmons. Let me see versus the Heat. Six. Let me, I want. I want to see the Heat versus the Wizards this season because now y'all got me interested. Because I I somewhat agree with y'all because they have the two star players. It can be fun. Mike been saying it all season long that he's watching Wizards games because of the two stars. So I understand that those are better than like maybe watching Nick Vucevic and Zach Levine or maybe watching um, Pascal and Cal Lowry. I, I I guess I understand that. I hate them too, KB. But they talking a little too – like, this is a team that just, like, a week ago lost to the Pistons by damn near 20. Without Jeremy Grant. No, no, no. That was the Kings that lost without Jeremy Grant. 120 to 91. Loss. That was April 1st. They just lost to the Raptors uh, on Monday. Like, this team is still <laughs> is still the Wizards. Like, yeah, this is not a team had some bad right. losses too. Huh? The Heat have had some bad losses I'm, But I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Bradley Beal played in those losses. I think he was he was coming off his injury still. I, okay. I mean, I, I would have to check the box score, but I, I feel like yeah, I remember. Good good news. The one against the, the Pistons, he didn't mm -hmm. play. Okay, right. That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. Because that that's just that's just that's just embarrassing. But again, it still goes down to like strength of schedule because the next five games, four of the next five games are super, super winnable. Not saying they will win it. Yeah, you both games, those, those two losses he didn't play. Okay. Um but out of the teams that are trying to make the play in, they have the easiest schedule by far. So that might just be enough. That just might be enough for them to get in there. Yeah, I can definitely see them creeping in that play in. Shout out uh, to Russell Westbrook, though. His ass been hooping. 
he yeah, back on he back on his thing. Charlamagne Charlamagne might slide out there. Quick. It it depends, but Charlamagne might slide out there quick, depending on how their season continues. That's to go. true, but I I could also see the Wizards just just topping the, the Raptors. You know what I mean? I mean the Raptors, the Raptors are kind of you know. They kind of like the. They kind of like everybody else. Like I could see the Raptors also being in it. Like they ain't just some bad team that's just been. I mean, they are bad, but you get what I'm saying. They have um. They have a super hard schedule left too. Yeah, I see what y'all are saying about the Wizards. I'm just not. I don't. I don't. I'll just look at them different mm-hmm. than y'all. Like they cool. They playing better. They could get in there, but I'm not. They're not like a. Uh, a team that's just like, oh my gosh, the Wizards are coming. That's how y'all making the scene. <laughs> They could get the Wizards are coming. The, the Wizards are coming. It was more so Derek too. I'll say, Mike. He said he can get into the play-in game. Man, they got Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal against the 76ers. That first round matchup. They he did really- say two games. He did say, but they could win at least two games or something like that. I was at least saying they could get to the play-in. I think that would be at least fun as hell. Philly is going to dog their ass in a series. Philly though. is going to destroy them boys. Sure, could it be a five-game series? <laughs> sure, but who cares? They're getting their ass <laughs> wiped. It's over with. You know um, what was funny about the play-in, though? What's that? Mark Cuban now is upset about it. He All the Mavericks people have said something about it. You know what? It, but it wasn't just now. Um, he, he's, he expressed some... He, he didn't like it when it was announced. Um, and I kept seeing people like, what, what if they were the six seed? Would he still be saying this? He was saying this before they were the six, you know, before they were the seven seed. Yeah. Um, he's not alone. He know, he know, his, he know his team, man. He know his team would be in that situation to maybe play. When you look at the West, we knew the Mavericks was going to teeter in that line. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But I mean, I understand from a GM's perspective, even some of the players have came out and said, we don't care. Like the Warriors are on the outside. Like they're the ninth seed right now. And Draymond's like, we don't want to be in a playing game. We don't deserve it, you know, which makes I can understand that from their perspective. Um, this could be another one and done thing from the NBA. We have to see how it goes, how it plays out, because if I'm the seventh seed, hypothetically, right right now, the seventh seed is the Mavericks. If I'm the Mavericks play off uh, play in time and Luca has a low like a, a small ankle sprain and it's hurting him for two games. And those happen to be the two playing games. And we played our ass off for a 10 seed to come in and sell our shit because our star player was down. I'd be hot. I'd be I'll real, do, real hot. Even without an injury, you playing against a guy like Steph Curry. Steph Curry can just go off of 50 and you mm-hmm. lose. This is basketball. Any given day, the ball just don't go in and somebody else get hot. So I, I understand the frustration, too, uh, for the seventh seed. The seventh seed, I get it because what the fuck do I have to do with your thing? Right. I'm the seventh seed. Uh, but the eighth seed, I like the eighth seed playing. But yeah, seven seems like they're pushing it because it's like I I, I I did what I was supposed to do. Like why why are they getting uh why do they have to have a consequence? But the eighth seed, I like the eighth seed thing because when like right now, if it happened today, it would be the Grizzlies, Warriors, and Spurs. So mm-hmm. I don't see why. The, the Grizzlies, because they're the AC, they get a first round bye. And then you have the Warriors and Spurs play against each other, and whoever wins play against the Grizzlies. Just right. that simple. I don't see why the seventh seed has to be involved at all. I I, I am. Um, was it like that in the bubble? I don't remember. Was, is these the same rules that happened? No. In, in the bubble, there was like this threshold that you had to be X amount of games behind right. to even get in the play in, which I think makes a little bit more sense. Than, yeah. than just, hey, you're the seventh seed, so you got to be in it. If I'm fucking five games over the eighth seed, why the hell do I have to play an extra game? Maybe even two. Maybe two extra games. That's like, what why? It meant that your regular season effort really didn't mean shit. But you know what? Especially in the West. 
you know what? If if that was if that's how they did it, the Wizards we wouldn't even be talking about them. They're yep. twenty two and thirty three, and the Heat are twenty eight and twenty eight. Yeah. That's a significant gap. They're two significant teams. So, right. Derek, are you still are you still rocking with that, Mister <laughs> Wizard? <laughs> if I'm the Heat, I would be pissed. If, like somehow or another, they ended up not in the playoffs. <laughs> But I mean, the Heat are different to me because the Heat are just twenty eight and twenty eight. They ain't they ain't shit either. But when I look at the Mavericks, they thirty and twenty five, done everything they supposed to do. Uh, they not that far. They're closer to the the Blazers than they are the well. I guess they two games back between both. But yeah, like I, I I'm I'm doing my thing. I'm five games above five hundred, and mm-hmm. I just don't understand like why the seventh seed has to be involved in this because the seventh seed is like eighth seed is like. Barely made it. The seven is like I'm in this bitch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the the Blazers could drop to the seven C or even the Lakers hypothetically. You know, AD is clear to do stuff on court and maybe come back soon. But yeah, if the Lakers drop into the seven C, you mean to tell me that they that they're not the typical seven C? We all know that the Lakers have been in the playoffs the entire year. They had injuries and they would drop to the seven seed. And like KB said, you know, with two guys who would deserve some rest, AD and LeBron, they would have to play in that bullshit. And it's Even if you are going to win, it's like <laughs> I just had to play that game before I'm about to go into a, a seven-game playoff series. Like, what, what the fuck is that? Realistically speaking, the Lakers have two – they have four games where they play the Jazz twice and the Dallas Mavericks twice right now. Well, yeah, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, none of them playing in a the game they're about to play against the Lakers now. So, yep. uh, if you got your Wolves notification on, you would have got that. But, yeah, it says my, uh, Rudy Gobert, Mike oh. Conley Jr., Derek Favors will set out Jazz's game versus Lakers today. Oh, I just saw it. <laughs> I have but, them on. I just Jordan, like, Clark, Jordan Clarkson, Jar- Clarkson can still go off for of 40 plus points. I don't know. The, the, hey, them Lakers defend like a motherfucker over there. <laughs> Going off of hey, 40 we, against the Lakers sound like a hard ass task. Boy. Hey, we got Jaylen my Brown, Brown AC out there, too. AC, Who? come on now. Alex Caruso? Mm. Oh, Alex Caruso. Mm. And Derek said Mike, uh, Mike Brown. Rest in peace. He said uh, Jalen Brown just did it. Well, we'll have <laughs> hey, his ass wasn't missing. His ass just decided not to damn miss, bro. He's talking about I'm gonna come out and be aggressive. No, man. motherfucker was just shooting the ball, and that shit was just going every time. My man was not missing. It's funny because I put money on Jason Tatum to drop forty, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck." I, thought, I knew somebody. I don't know why I knew one of them would do it, but I couldn't bet on Jalen Brown. They didn't have him up there. You knew. You just you knew one of them was gonna do it. Mm. Okay. Um. I want to talk about the no longer worst team in the NBA, the Minnesota Timberwolves, baby. They did it through the fourteenth season. Let's clap for them. Like Jason said, baby. Every day a star is born. Clap for them. Clap for no. Seriously though, I'm glad you brought them up because they have been better. They've been a lot better. The guys back. So I'm hoping. For all my Minnesota Timberwolves people, I'm hoping that they're able to keep that top three protected. That's what I mean, though. So, yes, they're better. But do you want to be better right now? Don't you just kind of want to be ass? You need that pick, man. Yes, you need <laughs> you, you need that pick more than anything, bro. And I'm not going to lie, bro. They need the number one pick. <laughs> like, some other – like, Jonathan Kuminga is going to take some time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if he's going to affect the game right away. He's, you know, he's shot 22% from three. The jump shot not really there. He's young. So, it's some thing. it was some growing pains is there. Growing pains would be with Kate Cunningham, too. But Kate Cunningham from day one with Kat, D'Angelo, 
he come in and make some shit work and make some shit happen. Kuminga probably came from the defensive side, but he might be a little bit of a, a liability offensively. And then, especially because, yeah, you would have Anthony Edwards and DeAndre handling the ball. You're not really trying to drive and kick to Jonathan Kuminga. And I don't know if they're going to put the ball in his hands for as a as a rookie, a 19 year rookie day one, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, create for everybody else." And he's not even a creator. You would hope he can grow into that to some point. But again, I don't want to call him necessarily a project, but he's he's kind of a, of a of a project, so to speak. I guess a lot of these guys are going to be projects because mm-hmm. they come in so early and raw these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, uh, what is it, Jaden McDaniel? Is it Jalen or Jaden? I don't, which one are you trying to talk about? I don't know. Yeah, one of, no, one of the Timberwolves. The one of the Timberwolves is Jaden. The mm-hmm. one on the mm-hmm. Hornets is Jalen, mm-hmm. who is the right. older one, San Diego State, Jaden, Washington University. Boom. <laughs> All right, well, Jaden is, I mean, they got him, like, as a prospect right now for, like, I guess I their defense is, yeah, but they're, like, almost defensive stoppers since he's so long. I know they had put his ass on KD and was like, see, see what this young buck going to do. So, yeah, they got a lot of prospects and just, like, everybody bissing time for them. It was kind of that blessing in disguise. Like Nas Reed was able to get all that time. Now he's not no starter no more. Now he's the backup, and he, you know, he knows what to do off the bench. The same thing. Like they have DeAndre Russell still coming up, coming off the bench. So it's just like they have some structure now with what they're trying to do. What they money gonna look like? I know they got all these people signed, mm-hmm. but can do they have any wiggle room? Because I it's look it up, position. but I doubt it. It's yeah. one position that they lack hard in. It's just wings. It's that four. That yeah. four. Um. What what am I looking for? Oh oh, cap space. Um, that's I'm on the wrong website. Here we go for 2021 2022. How the hell am I supposed to read this? Okay, it's total salary cap. Here we go. Minnesota Timberwolves are 20 million dollars over the salary cap right now, but I got to see who's expiring on this team. I wish they would just tell me they'd have this amount of money to spend a free agency because that's that's what 2K do and that's what I that's what I know. That's what I know. Anyway, I don't think they'll have a Oh, here. Oh, my God. Predicting the, the cap space? Hell, yeah. This is what we need. How much cap space would the Minnesota Timberwolves have? I can't read this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, projected salary cap. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. Not That's a lot. Looking at the answer. Uh, for 2021. Yeah, no. What the, what the hell are these numbers? This is, why, this is why I'm a 2K player. I don't understand anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have an article of the teams with the no. So yeah, they they still gonna be fucked because they're twenty million over, and only Ed Davis will go off the books. That's six million, six and a half. Jerry Vanderbilt is two point one. They're probably gonna bring him back in all actuality. But even if they let go all the guys who are cap holes, it'll be like eleven million. Mm-hmm. So they would still be nine million dollars over. But can't you go? You can go over the cap to like, a certain. Like they might have a mid-level to spend or something like yeah. that. I, yeah. I I don't understand cap space either. But they still got a twenty-seven million dollar cap hole this year for Evan Turner <laughs> and Aaron Brooks. When the last time you heard of Aaron Brooks? Oh, yeah. Evan Turner cap hole is twenty-seven point nine, and Aaron Brooks is one point six million. These, my gosh, ridiculous. is just in such a weird spot, bro. Cause like say they do get the number one pick, they're gonna meet. They're gonna still say like, oh, we still got cat. We still got all. We still that's another ten million by the now. way. If they get the number one pick, that's another yeah, ten is. million. 
Yeah. All right. So it's first of all, they're gonna if they want to actually try to win now with a, a young roster too, or at least try to see some success, they gonna need like some vets to kind of get those like blue, kind of like how Ricky Rubio doing, but I don't know. They also Better. kind of get they have some bread. Yeah. 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 They're gonna and need more of that. Come in and play yeah. the four position. Do they deserve the number one pick? Haven't they had like four Again? four first first overall picks on their roster they the have, last five years? This is why they just they. I, I'm not even gonna make an argument to say that them motherfuckers deserve it. No, I'm not. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to mess up this year's pick, though. No, right. it's not. No, but, it's not. But it's 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 not them messing up picks. It's them messing up the shit around the picks that make it work. <laughs> Cat yeah. was the right pick. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was gonna say too. I don't think that they messed up Cat, but at the same time, they did mess up Cat. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like I if did. just because he performed, I mean, it don't really mean shit. You know what I mean? No, like, that's that sounds like you making an argument for empty stats. No, this is the no problem. because I know like I know that he can put the talent around. I know that he can hoop, but I want to see. I as a fan want to see him do more. I, I don't think that empty stats people are stupid because they're trying to tell me that they don't know that Carlton Towns can play basketball because <laughs> they didn't see him do it in a play. Like that that that's your fault, motherfucker. <laughs> that you can't watch basketball and tell who can hoop and not. But I don't think that. I have. I don't need to see Cardi Towns on the Brooklyn Nets to know if he can hoop. But yeah, like I don't. Man, Minnesota just got. That's get enough. It together. They got enough. They we gave them. They love for being the 29th uh, best team in the league. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah, uh, it, it better. It better stay that way. Right. Not like too they, high. They're 29. Just don't go back to 30. Derek, man, talk to us about uh, Lamarcus. Man, you know it's sad. He was a guy that when I was growing up. Like, I used to look at him, and I used to think, like, I want my mid-range number to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that, he was literally, him and Carmelo, like, they mid-range game, like, it was so beautiful that, like, I would, I would be, like, I would go to the gym, and I would practice some of the moves I would see them doing. And, like, I like would... Like, have y'all? No. I mean, you can practice it. He didn't practice it when enough. We, when we no. were younger, and we was going to the gym, was he saying, I'm LaMarcus? Nah, but he, I've heard him say that like he's watched Lamarcus. Like I know, I know he likes Lamarcus, but I don't know if he was but like. Did he also say that his like most unguardable move or something like his go-to move is a fadeaway? Oh, yeah, and and we ain't never seen him shoot a fucking fadeaway in his never. life. That's never your shot don't even good for a fadeaway. It comes from like here. Your shit would get blocked. <laughs> but no, you do. That is your boy though. That is. Yeah, your boy. I'm sure. not. I'm not saying that that's cap. That's definitely your boy. But I don't remember when we was going to the Y when we was younger. You time back. I'm on my Lamarcus Aldridge shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, probably- another thing about this though, let's not make this sad. No, no, it's not because, sad. Because I mean, I get what you're saying. It's it's kind of downing, but this is something we should champion. Like we like, I don't want Lamarcus Aldridge to be walking around like he had a hell of a career. He was on his way out anyway. It mm-hmm. ain't like he was 26 in the middle of his prime. Brandon Roy, I can't play again. Like Lamarcus Aldridge had a full fantastic hall of fame career he should be cheered he should be praised and it should be with love and it should be a happy moment that he was able to walk away from the game like this versus some players who we have to say what if we don't have to say what if for the marcus aldridge he gave us great back like i watched the marcus aldridge back at texas like marcus aldridge is a fucking like legend for for real for real and he was able to complete his you dig and walk out on his own terms. Everybody don't get that chance. Yeah. So when I was I would like to see him be able to um contribute and play in this uh for the championship with the Brooklyn Nets. That would have been nice to what nice way for him to end his career. It it, it would have. And if they they win, they still gonna send him a ring. For sure. 
but I, I still think he had a full, fantastic um, career. And I don't want him to be sad thinking like, because I saw like him tweet like, man, it's been tough. And I know it has because it's basketball. When you retire at 49, Vince Carter's style is tough because you're just so used to doing something every day with it. But he had a great career, man. He had a great, great career. Um, that was the first thing I was thinking about, like, when I was seeing, because I seen, like, the Shams had tweeted it out and everything, and everybody's like, what, what? And then he had tweeted out also, like, the whole story. I'm like, bro, you gave it all. You gave the game all you could got, bro. Like, I did it. Like, I, I'm not going to say back in Texas, but LaMarcus always, back in Portland, he used to be that nigga for me. Like, that post-fade, post-shit, tough shit, that, that, he used to go for 40 on people. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't nothing. So, like, yeah, he definitely got game for people that, you know, that watched him for him. He's supposed to be wearing that jersey right behind KB. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the yeah. jersey. Facts, bro. That's, right the, that's very disappointing. For, as a kid who was young and supported the Bulls, wasn't a Bulls fan, I would say, but they were a hometown team. I love the Marcus Aldridge at Texas. I loved him. I'll never forget. I, I had asked my dad for the Marcus Aldridge jersey at Texas. And he like, who wears a big man jersey? We wear guards. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so when the Bulls drafted, I'm like, oh, let's get it. Yeah. And then they did ding, 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 the old ESPN draft. Uh, we have a trade. LaMarcus Aldridge is being traded for Tyrus Thomas. And Tyrus Thomas did just have a great NCAA run with Big Baby Davis at LSU. But boy, LaMarcus Aldridge was different. He wasn't no LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge was that deal. That's yeah. still the craziest trade that the Bulls did. Well, you know what? Tyrus Thomas gave us some okay years. But this, that motherfucker, LaMarcus, is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes. LaMarcus Aldridge with Lou and Noah. Would have been ridiculous. I'm not even talking about Derrick Rose. Not even. Let's just say Derrick Rose, they don't even get because they're a little bit better. Oh, then fuck that. Fuck them. I, I know that. I'm taking Tyrus Thomas too. But, but just take that out. Man, Lou, Ben, BG. Oh, boy, that was that would have been a nice team. But yeah. of course you take Derrick Rose. But no, for, for real. But even before Derrick Rose got that, I think it was 2006-ish, we made the playoffs with like Lou Wall, Ben Gordon, and all of those. And Tyrus Thomas was on the team, but Tyrus Thomas wasn't on shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, if if LaMarcus is, let me let me go back. I Now I got to go back and look at That's this. That's the team with Tyson Chandler. <sighs> That's the Black Sox, Black Shoes, Bulls in the playoffs against the Wizards, Gilbert Arenas, Yakov, game winner. I remember them days. Larry Hughes. Tyrus Thomas was averaging. Tyrus Thomas averaging 13 minutes a game back then, man. And Lamarcus, let me see what Lamarcus did was doing the same time. 22 minutes a game. I mean, his numbers weren't crazy because he was young, but like he developed. The next year, he was an 18 point per game score. Then another 18, 18, 22, 22. Just consistency, man. He was just consistent his whole fucking career, man. Um, but I agree with everything P just said. Like, yes, it does suck that he had to stop abruptly. But he gave us from the age of 21 to 35 of great moments, great basketball, seven-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA. I forgot that he was a five-time All-NBA guy. That's insane. Hey, is it an all-time classic moment? It's just like a friend group, uh, friend group moment. We were at the bowling alley, and literally the Spurs game was on, and LaMarcus oh had dropped 50. I, yeah. Who were they playing, yeah. bro? Derek um, was just going crazy. Derek was going crazy at the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Who were they going against? They were playing a jazz. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they were playing a jazz. I'm, I'm going to go back. I don't know why. I, 
I, I'm envisioning Derek Favors also being in this in this game. And I'm that's a, sure a hey, that's a moment I completely forgot about. So I'm happy you brought that up. Um, OKC, does that make sense? Him dropping he his career has 56 against OKC. That was that oh. game. Oh, that was, was that like a year and a half ago? January Maybe 10th, like two, 2011. No, like, 2019. So about a little right over there. two years yeah. ago. Because it went yeah, to it double right. OT. That's a fact. This is his game. Because it went yeah. to double OT. This is his game. We're at the bowling alley. Uh, what'd, you, what'd you say? That's your favorite Aldridge moment? What bowling alley was y'all at? I wasn't there. Fox was Valley. There. I had bowling. It was at Fox Valley, yeah. I think that was the first time we met um, Jules. Yeah, because we oh, met I've met Jules. Mm-hmm. My favorite, my favorite Lamarcus Aldridge was against the Rockets, bro. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Wasn't that an upset ways. too? Wasn't that three six matchup? Wasn't that a three six match? I know. Is that? Uh, yeah. Yup. Yeah, that was a three six matchup. Man, man, man! It was either three six or four five, but boy, yeah. boy, boy. He was he was giving on that business. Shout out to Lamarcus Aldrich, uh, Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, Hall of Famer. I think so, but pe- people not gonna give it to him. I don't th- I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I feel like he's, he's definitely one of those guys. Ballot, but he, I don't think he, I don't think it matters. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, is he one of those guys that had like one of the most unblockable fades, kind of like how Dirk did? Mm-hmm. But I feel like people didn't really block his shit. He was getting that shit off regardless. I mean, a lot of NBA players don't really get their fades blocked. The NBA players, they all 6'8". Well, like, damn, they're uncontestable, I'd say. Like, if yeah, you got it all, he shot his yeah. shit high. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't really career. contesting his shit like that. So my question to y'all, we are th- 40 minutes in. Do we want to get to the thing that we planned on getting to, or do we save it for another time? Because we're always 40. I'm ready. Me and, you, me and you was ready. I'm ready. I think it, I think it would honestly probably take like 20 minutes. I think say it, less. They're probably just wrapped up the jump. Um, look, you don't want to do the after show for the people. You hear him? He's trying to get out of here. That's crazy. Oh no, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, this okay, be so that's part down there. Uh, <laughs> so I I was listening to Amir Blumenfeld's podcast. Shout out to the people over at Buckets, and they did something. They did we this. We gotta get some shout outs. We gotta get some shout outs real quick. Uh huh. Jabari Parker, Celtics, <laughs> Chicago. We gotta see. <laughs> Hey, that boy get a thousand chances, bro. You love to see it, but like they they wave Mo Wagner for. Him. I was surprised at that, but yeah, Jabari Parker. Hey, shout, out, shout out to Jabari. Uh, Steph Curry been on the tear, but the mm. Warriors suck. So shout out to him. We're never gonna hear empty stats with that shit though. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> shout out to Steph. That just, that and that's not me saying that Steph is empty stats. That just goes for the empty stats people. Why that shit don't make sense. Um, who else deserves a shout out? Paul George, another thirty point game, even though the Clippers lost. Uh, I'm trying to think before Ben Simmons answering all these defensive player of the year questions <laughs> like we was talking about in the party yesterday. KP, yeah, so shout out to Ben Simmons. All these sound bites. <laughs> I'm cracking up, bro. I I was really like I still got the comments of the day, and I, I could read them later, bro. One of the I just, it's not even one, but I seen one. He's like Pierre has be giving fifteen shout outs every part, bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> literally stop, put them in front of you. Shout out, blah blah blah. Shout out him. Shout out mom, dude. I gotta shout out. I gotta shout out my folks, man. That was just a quick shout out, cause yeah, I mean Derek is right. This is probably gonna wrap up the show. Even if we get into the after show, 
And, you know, we always got crybaby ass fans. Yeah, I mean, Steph had 40. Y'all didn't mention it. Oh, yeah, give it a fucking break. My, my rebuttal for all of that now is to start, start your own podcast. And that's <laughs> yeah. not even me being a jackass. But if you start your own podcast, you talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we did. What and and it's, what's TV. stupid about it, it's like, not saying that Steph, what Steph did against the Nuggets was ridiculously good. But if you remember that episode, we talked heavily about Jamal Murray going down. Imagine us being like, yeah, Jamal Murray got injured. <laughs> But that motherfucker Steph had 50. Like, it would, wouldn't that be a little insensitive? Like, let us talk about the guy that went down and his team. And 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 though, again, it was a great game, we don't come on here every time somebody has a great game and be like, we must talk about that. Yes. It's just, we just talk. You know what I'm saying? If it comes up, then we talk about it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know? The shows that they literally talk about and shit on are the ones that do that. It's yeah. so yeah. predictable. Jason Tatum had 50. Oh, it's Jason Tatum elite now. <laughs> like, it's so predictable. That's what you have to love about Through the Wire. Because Jason Tatum has 50 and, and Zach Levine has 50, that, that don't necessarily mean that they're going to be the thumbnail and the topic of the next show. We might address this show some love, especially if it's on one of our teams. Cool. But yeah, Julius Randle had a 44 damn near triple double and it just got glossed over on my mm. team. Because it's just, what is that even to say? He had a great game. You know, yeah. you don't need me to tell you that. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, that's that's so crazy to me. People would tweet me and be like, Kenny, what do you think about this player tonight? Bro, he scored 40. Like, what, what can <laughs> I say? What can I say? Great game, but no, motherfucker, he had 40. He had 40. I, I there's, not, there's no need to overanalyze a good game. Like, there's no need to sit Facts. there and like, try to dive deep into it. It's just NBA players have games where they just go off. Like, yeah. it's part of the game. Consumers have been brainwashed into feeling like they need a pat on the back. You don't need me to tell you. Like, a, hey, P, what do you think of uh, my my whatevers? And they on a seven-game winning streak. What do you <laughs> think? Y'all won a seven? You need, you need me to pat you on the back? You don't need, y'all need to tell, I don't need to tell you shit. You yeah. already know what I think. Hey, but hey, shout hey. out to Chris Paul though, because he he's on a streak of forty assists and one turnover, which is ridiculous. That is crazy. That's just like Luca. Luca had nineteen assists against my Knicks, and we 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 clamped up, so to speak. But he only had three turnovers. <laughs> nineteen assists. <laughs> and that's a motherfucker. That's a motherfucker. And them Knicks. Nah, them Knicks be defending their damn ass up, bro. Facts. Got into my yeah. Lakers ass. From I'm gonna tell you, if we lock up like that. Well, we hold teams to what they shot like 32, 33% from three, and we shoot 50% from three. <laughs> We're going to be a handful. I'm just letting everybody know. Uh, RJ Barrett out here shooting 50% from three, three or six. Derrick Rose, one or two. Julius Randle was shot like 64% from three. If we shooting a ball like that and making you shoot 33, you might as well give us that motherfucker Larry O'Brien right now. <laughs> now, um, let's get to this game. Right. So, okay. I was listening to Amir Blumenfeld's podcast, Buckets, and they did something similar to this, or actually the exact same thing, where it's picking the best player at every age. Um, and I think they did this for like every weight or something. I don't know. They they picked the best player at every everything. So shout out to him. Um, been listening to not this specific podcast, man, but I, I've been aware of his comedy and stuff for a long time. And then he infuses it with basketball, which is great. So shout out to, to Amir Blumenfeld in the Buckets uh, cast over there. So let's start off. The, the best 19-year-old in the league to y'all is? LaMelo Ball. No arguments over here. Okay. Right. Uh, LaMelo Ball, but as of recency, I, w- I would say Anthony Edwards because LaMelo's been hurt. But, I mean, LaMelo Ball. Oh, yeah, I think it's LaMelo, too. Lamelo, my order went Lamelo, Anthony Edwards, and Patrick Williams. You know, because that man right there, even though his ass won two games with 
averaging one point per <laughs> one point <Yeah>. per. <laughs> Derek called me when he was making this list. He's like, should I pick Obi Toppin? I'm like, bro, he's a rookie, but he's not 19. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker in the same group is De'Aaron Fox now, his old ass. <laughs> uh, best 20-year-old in the league. Zion Williams. Zion I don't Williams. even debate. The yeah. big-ass, small-ass point guard. The big, small point guard. Yeah, no, nah, it's not even close. Um, and you know what? There are some good players on this list for sure, but that man Zion is a super, super um, superstar. Some, some yeah. of these are easy. Yeah, for like, sure. That was the easy one. Like, same thing with the next one. The next one is Luca, 21 years old. Luca is 22 years old. Luca is at 22 now. I went off what they started the year by. Oh, uh, I went off I what they were now. I went off what basketball reference had. That's, yeah, that's I went on their current age. Because I went off with basketball reference had too, but then they they went off what it started as. Really? Because that's it had James Wiseman, who's now twenty years old. But the, I guess I saw I don't know. So who was y'all twenty one year old? John Morant. Ja, ja Morant, yeah. And uh, dude, ass that's been missing time, but Jaron Jackson Jr. needs to be mentioned too. Oh. His ass is needs He's to come back. He's only twenty one. Young as hell, bro. Damn. I he can't mention Jackson Jr. because he ain't played. <laughs> he played all year. He be showing. He be getting those fit picks off though. Like yeah, the Memphis Grizzlies account that. always be showing him. I'm like, bro, is he suiting up or not? His shoe game immaculate as it yeah. should be. Multi-millionaire, but yeah. Um, I, I, after John Morant, I had uh, Tyrese Halliburton, then Lou Dort as my top three people at the age of 21 years old. He just had a big ass game the other night too. So yeah. shout out to Lou. Um, mm-hmm. at 22. Luca, Luca Doncic, the future of the NBA. Is he the future or is he the current? He's a present, Derek. LeBron is the current. Oh. Let's, let's 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 pump the brakes. Talk to him again. <laughs> okay, all right. I ain't gonna complain. Um, then I had Shea and then Michael Porter Jr. as that number three. Shout cool. out to MPJ. Yeah, shout out to MPJ. Did Trey turn twenty three? Who? Did Trey Young turn twenty three? Um, he till 22. I had like, I don't know I now. I, my, my whole list is everybody, up. bro. Everybody have been having recent birthdays, yeah. Again. It's like, a hard I know. Oh, well, if his birthday was like four days ago, then my list is he's 22. <laughs> he's 22. Okay. I don't know yeah. how the fuck that slipped past me. And put so I'm I'm sorry, uh, MPJ, you got to slide over because Trey Young got to be in the top three somewhere, yeah. My list is messed up now because I don't know birthday came <laughs> this year. I, I don't know, but yeah, 23. Um, 23, who you got, Mike? I got Jason Tatum. Next, I got Brandon Ingram, then De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I had Brandon Ingram. Ooh. But that's because my 22 is Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. He turned. <laughs> so, you see what's going on on my list? Yeah, so. <laughs> I got I got Bam Adebayo in that top three. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bam. He low-key averaging 20, 10, and like five or something like that. Just, just very low-key with it. Um, and then De'Aaron Fox has been hooping, even though they're back on a nine-game losing streak somehow. I don't understand, bro. I don't understand he how they can. His, yeah, he been. I think I, I looked it up the other day. In the last five, he was averaging like thirty-three points per game. He's been really and he, hooping. He tweeted talking about he wanted to play for the Knicks if they don't get their shit together. So I'm like, <laughs> they better do something. He's so good, and and they just gave him that contract, so there's no world where he gets traded. But I would love to see him like somewhere else, <laughs> just somewhere. But now that they got Reese, like that's their backcourt of the future. But they're like they're about to go through another rebuild. It looks like, like because they already trying to shop Marvin Bagley. 
I don't know why they didn't try to shop Harrison Barnes because they weren't even really in the playoff like look right now. I just don't I don't understand. They're about to go through another rebuild. Them misses be a lot, man. It's just like mm -hmm. the Timberwolves. That Jericho for miss is it's, it's gonna hurt them. That is a big miss at the fifth overall pick, Jericho, man. It's a big miss. Who you got at twenty four, Derek? The book. Hell yeah. Uh, I had Ben Simmons, but I guess Ben Simmons. No, Ben Simmons is he's still twenty four. He's still twenty four. Unless his birthday was yesterday, he's still, still twenty four. I got Ben Simmons. Interesting, interesting. What about you, Mike? I had uh, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons. In that order? I'm not gonna get the categories. I know De Devin oh, Booker okay. is first. Just know in that, that oh, order. He asked you a question. In that order. And motherfuckers got an NBA podcast platform where they can talk their shit. And you holding back? Why? Because you. Still I don't, I don't got nothing. Hey, say. bro, they both as good as hell. We know that. I, we know I'm that. Not, they top. We saying they top three. We know they great. Yeah. Okay. Now you're saying who, if I had to rank them, who I would take, who I would pick. Oh my rank god. Rank them. Rank them all three. It's start all bench. Start bench, bench cut, motherfucker. <laughs> you mean who shoes I'm, better? <laughs> or you starting tie tighter? You start in the book. You know my answer. I'm hey, starting. Hey, I'm benching Donovan Mitchell, man. I'm cutting Ben Simmons, man. That's ben all you have to say. That's all you have to say. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Donovan nobody going to say you wrong. It's your opinion, baby. That's all you have to hey. say. Just Derek, your turn. Start bench cut those three. Because <laughs> Derek be sitting there silent trying not to catch the uh, strays. I'm okay. I'm going to cut Mitchell. And I'm going mm. to go with Ben Simmons. Okay. All right. I respect that. All right, your turn, P. I know who you started, but what about the other two? Actually, uh, I know you. I know your answer. I actually know your answer. Yeah, I'm cutting Donovan Mitchell. Start right. being, uh, being and Devin. Any give you? I'll let you pick who start for me. I don't give a fuck at that point. But I know Donovan Mitchell getting cut. But <laughs> it's not because he's not good. A lot of people got a misconception. I don't have no problem with Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a fabulous young player. I love his game. If he played for the Knicks, I, you think I'm gonna be pissed off? No, I would love to have him on the Knicks. But my problem comes when they try to put him in a, in, in this place where he's better than these and this and that guy and he's not that's the only <laughs> bone i ever had you to sound like Shaq. <laughs> I, think, I think you're a phenomenal player but <laughs> i don't and, think you got and, it and he is a phenomenal he's a, he's a good player man donovan mitchell is good i'm not one of those people that's gonna try to tell you he ain't good Thanks. he's good except when y'all try to put him above this guy and that guy when i'm a hell no hell no you him or trey young For what? For give me some context. I love context. For start starter bench. If you had to pick between the two to start on your team, is it Trey Young or is it Donovan Mitchell? Give me Donovan Mitchell. I think I'm gonna go with Donovan Mitchell just because defensively Trey Young is just much of my a guy. bigger liability. My guy. But if I was building a team, I might go with Trey Young mm. because I would try to. I would try to make that way. You know what I'm saying? I think I would be able to build with him better. But, if, yeah, if I'm just starting, start bench cut, I'm going to go Donovan Mitchell. That's why I got Ben Simmons because, I, I like, Ben Simmons can't score like hey, Donovan I'm, Mitchell. I'm still going Trey, bro. I'm going Trey. Really? Daddy, I was That's, I was thinking Donovan Mitchell, I'm too. Sure. I'm going Trey Daddy, bro. 30, 30 and 10 on any given night? Come on. That's bro. not what he's he, averaging. On any given night, yes, he can't go for thirty. You I know, said, Bulls I, fans know what he could do. We got no Bulls I, fans. Got context with his thirty and ten, though. He was after thirty and ten when they were ass. Can he and give that, me thirty and ten if I put him with another player in that backcourt? That that's significant. Can he give me thirty and ten if I put an all star in a backcourt with them? 
Or does he, uh, can he only be 30 and 10? I don't know. I haven't seen him with another all-star in the backcourt with him. Right. But but you have a basketball mind. Or should, or mm-hmm. should we just kick you off the Hey, hey Don, hey, Donovan Mitchell me. giving you 26, 5, and 4 with another I, all-star. I, come on, Mike. He got he another all star in his backcourt. He, he got another all star that's not. What you, no, 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 no. What are you about to say bad about Mike Conley? Because we won't take he that slander. That's definitely giving that motherfucker. He's passing that pill over the. He's still an all star, though. Ben Simmons is an all star. He averaged seven. He's an all star. Like you said, I, my famous story is the last person that graduated at the bottom of that class in doctor school, medical school, they still a doctor. So all star is still an all star. I get what you're saying. But. <laughs> it's, it's, he just tried know, to give some like real, like serious analysis. This shit's to be bad. This is my thing about Mike. I don't know what no, 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 no. Top of the class in the bro. I'm with Mike. I'm with Mike. I understand. I understand this. All he had to say was an all star, an all star. Yeah, he went all around. Exactly. Just to say, what age we at, bro? Just like, just like, just like McDonald's. <laughs> that, that one was bad, bro. I, I actually thought about what that was. I still like, don't understand what you were trying to say for that First one. Of all, I, I said don't understand. Five shifts for two hundred dollars. I'm not doing. I'm not doing. They're doing five two shifts, shifts for, for two. Ain't what's minimum wage right now? Ten dollars in Illinois. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. What's, what's that? If you if you if it's ten dollars in, in Illinois, that's like three shifts at at the very most to make two hundred dollars. You were saying five shifts for two hundred dollars. <laughs> you are being paid nothing, bro. Eight hour shifts, five one week of work, bro, for two hundred dollars. Average That's thirty and ten with, with with more talent around him. And Mike told me he don't know because he ain't seen it. We are credentials, ass, he controls the whole credential certified basketball analysis people. <laughs> My man has got to have one of the highest. Me and he can't see shit. I want to reference this. We are on age twenty four. We got to get to thirty six. Oh my <laughs> god. Mike. He'd take the, Mike takes the easy way out in every way of life. I just I just I just be fucking with Mike. Twenty five years old. Cat. Okay. Cat. We're in agreement. Check. <laughs> I must be twenty six now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said Kyle. Whoa. Wait, wait. Did I? St- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Jokic must on. be twenty six now. Jokic is twenty six now. I, I Jokic is twenty six. Honestly, twenty six. Who are you Giannis taking, Jokic Giannis? I'm taking, I'm taking Jokic. I'm taking Jokic. I'm taking Jokic. I'm taking Jokic, man. That's a debate. The, talk y'all shit. You, I'm just. I'm taking Jokic. I'm taking Giannis, and that's all. Why are how, you taking how, how often? And why are you taking Jokic? How often do we get a Mike versus D Mills debate? I'm here for it. I'm listening. What, Convince right, me because it's tough. I need to. One of y'all can swipe me any other way based on your why argument. I got this shit going. The way I go on, Jokic hey, is... Hey, hey, before you start, hey, listen, I'm rocking with you because I see your confidence. You ready to talk? You bro, serious? The same over that lady. He not ready, look, Mike. Give him that smoke, Mike. Go, boy. The way Jokic has been playing, I I, I can't even explain. Do you know how I talk about Steph Curry being one of the greatest offensive players, ever, LeBron, all that? Jokic is about to damn near get onto that level on, on offense. Hey, he going to punish you everything you, you can't guard on one-on-one. You can't guard on one on one. Double, you can double team the best pass in the damn one of the best passes in the damn league. He got weapons around him. He got eyes in the back of his head. It's hard to take him out the game, even when he having a struggle in 10, 10, 12 point game, which is very rare. Might have sixteen rebounds, sixteen assists, and I guarantee the plus minus is gonna be up too. Now I ain't saying the same thing about Giannis is two time MVP, but Jokic has on a different stratosphere this 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 league or this year. He different this year. Derek, your rebuttal. Hey, 
You say you can't guard him one on one, but there ain't many people that he can guard one on one either. Giannis, I can literally have him guard one through five. Wait, let him talk. Let him finish his statement, then we'll pick it apart. Let him keep going. Let him keep going. Let him keep going. I'm listening. I got right. He has the ability to switch on the ones, twos, threes, fours, fives, all of them. I'll take. He has the ability to do it. Don't get me wrong. You're probably not putting him on a one, but he's not no slouch. Um, also, playmaking's there. Defensively, he brings it. And he's still a 30-point-plus score. He's giving you 10. Those 16 rebounds that Giannis is getting, I mean, that Jokic is getting, Giannis is getting the same shit. So when you really look at them, I would say Giannis, skill set-wise, he might not be able to shoot like Jokic, but I think the complete package that what Giannis brings it's kind of overwhelming to you. Not overwhelming, but there is a little bit higher. I want to give a shout out to Mike because Mike, Mike, Mike helped me. I'm my pick says Jokic right here. No bullshit. I have Jokic at 26, and I'm staying with Jokic at 26. I agree with Mike. Um, Giannis is a great player. We don't need to talk about that. But and Terrence just invited me to a party. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I think about long term thing and not just running stats and awards. I, I want to roll with Jokic because Jokic is going to give me different ways to play. He makes my style unique. He makes us tough to guard. He hits game-winning shots. Don't know if I've seen Giannis do that yet. He can get a game-winning layup, though. But if we, you know what I'm saying? Um, the defensive thing is the only bone I had to pick with you. Uh, he's not that type of defender where you're putting him on guys. As we saw, he ain't wanted to get to smoke with Jimmy Butler, yeah, right? He was a few times in the playoffs where we were all like, this is the defensive player of the year. He don't want to take that assignment. He is the greatest help defender in the entire league. He's a safety type defender. He's not a I, I'm I'm guarding him type defender. He don't he don't want that. Those are the type of dudes I like. I like a motherfucker that say even if that ain't your man, this is the fourth quarter and we need a stop. You're the defensive player of the year. You the greatest thing I've ever seen Kawhi do. I kid you not. It's a grown man. No boys allowed is what the NBA stands for. He took the fucking ball out of Kevin Durant's hands. Give me the fucking ball. <laughs> That's a defensive that player of the year. That That's what Ben be doing. Ben be saying, give me that motherfucking ball. Not on that. Um, let me know when you need help. I'm going to come over there and black and shine. Fuck that. Guard somebody, man. And no disrespect to Giannis. He do his thing. But I like him one for that's like, man, you know what? I'm the best player. You the best player. You rolling. I, what's up? I want the smoke. Give me the smoke. LeBron James versus the Clippers, one of the first times they played. But no, that was in a bubble. He mm-hmm. said, you know what? Come on. Fuck, I'm 36, but I'm going to still get down in my stand. Mm-hmm. We ain't sit- Until Giannis do that, miss me with the defensive shit. I think, I think both of y'all... I think both of y'all made... I think both of y'all made compelling, <laughs> compelling arguments. Um, I wonder what the comment section is going to say about what it. Is your, what is your shit? I'm probably picking Jokic at this moment in time. Um, and I don't think nothing wrong with that. He's our MVP. It's, it's very close, though. It is very close. I, w- I will admit that. And um, I think one of the reasons why I'm picking Jokic over Giannis at this point, because I've seen Jokic do it all. I've seen him, I see him do it all at all times. This motherfucker, he was just in the conference finals last year, dogging. Just like Giannis ain't been able to do that just yet. Will it happen? Maybe, maybe not, but I, I want proven things at the moment, and Jokic has been proven long term when it mattered the most. So because of that, I would pick Jokic. He he did it to your team. There, you should know. The Portland Blair, the Portland Trailblazers, they know about Jokic. 
They know. Y'all so bounced his ass. They oh. they know about Jokic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because his counterpart who is is hurt was a little inconsistent, but Jokic came with it. Jokic came with it. That was very great. That was now. Let's move on to um twenty seven. The Heat also bounced Giannis ass. It was Embiid for me. Yeah. <laughs> and what? Embiid at 27. 27 was Embiid as well. I think I, that's like just I, clear cut. I had Embiid at 26. Then know he turned 27, so <laughs> whatever. Uh, Embiid and then Bradley Beal and Jeremy Grant was my top three. Even though Jeremy Grant been out of the lineup here and there and stuff like that, but still a good season. Um, 28. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis turned 28? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, my shit is all over the place. But yeah, I guess it would be Anthony Davis. My shit was Kyrie Irving. I didn't know Anthony Davis was 28. Yeah. I think Kyrie Kyrie had a birthday too. Yeah, yeah Kyrie, Kyrie, was, Kyrie was 28 as well. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Oh, he's 29, I think. He's 29. Oh, he's 29. Oh. Yeah. Okay, Anthony Davis. I also had Tobias Harris and Rudy Gobert as top three. Not in that order, but just, you know, top three. Um, 29. I had Kawhi Leonard. Board man, wow! Uh, Board man, Kyrie, CJ McCollum. Hey, you know who I seen that was twenty nine years old? Who's that? Brent Brandon Knight. Somebody need to pick his ass up, bro. He still got something to tank, man. Brandon Knight still twenty nine, bro. Hey, that's a Kawhi thing, man. Clipper Nation, shout out to New Balance. They got New Balance boxes out the ass over here. Um. I don't want to hear no second, third. It's 29 is Kawhi and Kawhi only. CJ McCollum, you 28 for now. I'm trying to get to a spot where it's like a big argument. The rest ain't even that big, man. 30. Who do y'all got for 30? Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. But who number two? Paul George. Paul George is number two at 30, yeah. Oh, Paul George 30? Shit, Paul George number one. (laughs) (laughs) Paul George that I've been watching. Drew Holiday and Campbell were also 30. I got them up there. Um, Who would you take? Vucevic, Mike, what the fuck? Who would you take, Vucevic or Paul George? <laughs> Paul George. Okay, I just wanted to make sure ain't nobody smoking Krenak. I'm taking that seven-footer that can hit the three. Oh, so you see, taking Paul George. Remember, he did <laughs> last. Uh, 31. James Harden. Yeah. James yeah. Harden. Play times to make it healthy. Jimmy Butler's on Jimmy that list, Butler. too. Yeah. Don't forget, yeah, Jimmy Butler's there. 32. Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and Thaddeus Young is also on this list. Shout out to Thaddeus Young. Um, but no, legit though, he is the third best. Hey, this is the best 32 one. Year. Thirty-three. Who y'all 33. got? Thirty-three. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was thirty-three. I thought he was still thirty-two. Who did you have at thirty-two? Yeah. Okay. So at thirty-two, I thought it was Kevin Durant and Steph. So I had right. Kevin Durant. Uh, so then at 33, it's like Mike Conley, Cal Lowry. Those are the only ones left. So I'm like, I can't wait to hear who y'all get, who they got. But Steph Curry, I forgot. He's a March baby. So shout out, shout out to Steph. Yeah. Should have known. 34. This is such a hard age. Oh, right? this, this, this is the hardest age. This is literally the hardest age. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, 35 now. Oh, he's 35 now? I thought he was 34. True. Yeah. 34. Al Horford? Yeah. I had Rudy Gay. For 34. I had Goran Dragic. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know, bro. Hearing all those things, I'll go with Dragic. Yep, Dragic. Lou Will is on that list, too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no. That at a, if we ranking ages right now, this motherfucker dead last, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, taking yeah. La- I'm taking LaMelo and Anthony Edwards over these 34-year-olds, bro. Chris Paul, 35, right? Please, yeah. Please, that's stupid 35. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's my yeah that's that's easy. LeBron, 36? Paul Millsap? Paul Millsap, 36? Is that a conversation? Derek, make the argument for Paul Millsap. I don't have an argument. For him over LeBron, I ain't got it. Y'all know in, like, debate team, whether you agree with it or not, you have to debate that thing. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So let's hypothetically, we should do an episode where we fake debates. We're like, even if I think X player is better than Y. Right hey, bro, first of all, hey, okay. boy, I can't. Paul Millsap is so a bad, such a bad example. Doesn't he have like one of the worst? Doesn't he always get booted out the playoffs? Yeah, LeBron's been kicking his ass every year. Yeah. It's yeah, that's career. just a bad. That's a bad. That's a bad. I, I do that right now. Okay. How? Okay. Here go another. Okay. C.J. McCollum and Chris Middleton. Derek, I'm giving you Chris Middleton. Well, Mike and Derek just want to get you. Okay, Pierre, you get CJ. Even if y'all don't believe it, you have to convince me one way or another. <laughs> give us two. I, work, give us two players that ain't ain't that good. They both okay. all star players. Um, that'll be more fun to have to convince because it's easy to be mm. like he's an all star average of twenty twenty. Mm. Give okay. us two <laughs> two random. Bro. Sadoransky versus fucking Michael Carter Williams or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let me let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Two players that are not like all star caliber. And please try to find niggas we don't have ties to. That's okay. even better. Um let's pick Andrew Wiggins for one. Andrew Wiggins, okay. Okay. Andrew Wiggins versus um let me go to another motherfucker that effective field goal percentage suck. <laughs> 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 Andrew Wiggins versus Damn, who's on a tier with Andrew Wiggins, bro? Hold on, give me one second. Har- uh, Harrison Bars? No, Harrison Barnes is ah. Is that an argument? No, I think Harrison Barnes. Ah. Harrison Barnes, I think he's a he's little a bit better, better player. Yeah. Is he? Oh, there it is. Okay, so, <laughs> so Derek, since you think Harrison Barnes is a better player, we're giving you Wiggins and, and Pierre, you're Harrison Barnes. Convince, convince me. I'm Harrison Barnes? You're Harrison Barnes. Oh, okay. Um, veteran. You know what I'm saying? A nice, strong veteran. Uh, can, can switch defensively. Um, you know, versatility. That's one of the best things in NBA, positional basketball. Versatility. A good guy that can guard three, four, depending on who you're playing, fives. Um, can play with anybody. I think he can play with anybody. He can play with a ball-dominant point guard who's penetrating and kicking it out. Um, he can be a pick-and-pop guy, depending on how small you're playing. Uh, it's like a 17. And he straddles around that 17-point score. You know, like, for example, a team like Dallas would love a Harrison Barnes right now. You know what I mean? You can switch it up. He can play with Kleber. He can play with uh, Przingis. If you want to go big, if you're playing against the Lakers, you can throw out a lineup with he, him at the three, Przingis at the four, Kleber at the five. Um, he can work well with Luka. He'll have his moments where he's cooking, and he's going for 25. Uh, solid from the free throw lines, not a liability there. He's really not a liability anywhere. You just don't want him to be one of your top two players. But if Harrison Barnes is on your team and he's straddling around the fourth to third best player. In some degree, he can be a lesser version of a Tobias Harris. He's not Tobias Harris, obviously, but to a lesser degree, he can go there. If, if he was cheaper, if he got a buyout and one of these contending teams got him, it, it could it could change some things and shake it up. 
time that was a that was about a was about a minute and 10 seconds derek you have that same amount of time to convince us that wiggins is better all right man so wiggins you're talking about a guy that's versatile he can guard multiple positions as well and he's a guy who's consistently gotten better and he's also a guy that's showing you that when he has the ball in his hands he could play make uh we seen it with the timberwolves when cat was out he was a guy that you could put the ball in the hand and run the offense through him um he's also a guy that can play well with other players all two also he's playing well with Draymond Green, Stephen Curry. Um, he's also a guy that three-point percentage-wise has increased significantly. He's up to 38% from three, so he's not he's no longer a guy that you can just leave open. He's shown that he can get down and get in that defensive stance and guard the other team's best player and slow him down. Um, and he's also a guy that consistently throughout his career, he's been a bucket. He's always – he's had 23 points per game. He's had 22 points per game. Um, this year, his points per game has dropped to 18 because he's playing along with Stephen Curry. But that's still a hell of a good job to be able to go out and get 18 points per game while playing alongside Stephen Curry. Um, and I just think Wiggins, he's just a guy that you can – you're not going to give the ball to Harrison Barnes. Like, when you can look at it, you can give Wiggins the ball sometimes late in games if he's got it going and be like, all right, bro, it's your time. Steph, we're going to have him running off the ball, doing other things. Oh, that was my minute and ten. That was your time. Can we do one thing before we let y'all get? Can we both call bullshit out on each other? Sure. Because I got some bullshit to call out on him. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, how could you make a statement saying he, he continues to get better? And then you say he was a 23 point <laughs> scorer. And then I I say, hmm, does Derek make a good point that I didn't know about? And I see his shit is all over the place. He goes up, then he drops, and he drops, and he goes up again, and it drop, drop, drop. He was a 23 point scorer, but. He's an 18 point, but he gets better every year. He's never been a guy that you give the ball to. He was but, on a, a terrible Minnesota Timberwolves team. He was their number one overall pick, and they just put the ball in his hands because that's what you do when you draft the number one overall guy, and they, you, your team sucked. But he ain't never been a guy that teams is like, here. Yeah, that yeah. game went in. Yo, yo, wait, 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 wait. Derek, you get one back rebuttal, and then me and Mike decide who won the argument. No, I'm saying that. With his shot creating ability, you could definitely give him the ball over Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is not a guy that you're gonna give him the ball and say, "Hey, create so, something for us." Like he's a guy that you just gonna have him just sitting in the corner. Andrew Wiggins is more versatile offensively than Harrison Barnes. I think Harrison Barnes is more so just like sitting in the corner. He gonna do his one dribble mid range pull ups, whereas Wiggins he can get in there. He can bang bang. He can create some shit for you sometimes. Okay, that's it. That's it, Mike. I want to remind people at home, we are not debating. Me and Mike are not deciding who's better. We're deciding who put together a better argument. So, Mike, who does your vote go to? I, my vote's going to go to P. And I first of all, I was, P had me agreeing with him. I was like, okay, I can kind of see that. I think he, he was saying shit that Derek was trying to say, but Derek just wasn't saying it as well. Like, So when he's talking about Harrison Barnes, he could play with anybody, especially, you know, he was your third or fourth player. Where he... Derek was like, oh, Andrew Wiggins only doing this because he's playing with two all-stars, Steph Curry. Like, motherfucker, anybody's going to do good when they're playing with Steph Curry and Draymond. I mean, Harrison Barnes on one of the worst teams in the league. He mentioned a rebounder, which I think Harrison Barnes is a pretty good rebounder. I was looking at his stats, averages like seven rebounds. I know he's hitting game winners for the Sacramento Kings, too. So he, he's been pretty big you know, for them. Derek was just kind of stretching it, like talking about Andrew. Andrew Wiggins has gotten better defensively. He's not slowing nobody down. I don't mm -hmm. think he's slowing nobody down. So he just has some little stretches where it's like, I, I know Andrew Wiggins, that's not him. Okay. I think my vote would also go to Pierre. Derek, you get it was it's tough. 
it's tough to argue for Wiggins. <laughs> and I think you did step on your own feet when you said he, he, he like you could have argued Wiggins without saying he's getting better. You know what I'm saying? Even if he is getting marginally better, I don't know if that's enough to even talk about in, in, a, in a debate. You, both of y'all did a great job, though. Y'all ain't trying to flip it to where I, I have to now argue about Wiggins. He got to go by him. I want, I want me, I want y'all to give me a Micah player. I was thinking place. that too. While I was saying my shot, I was trying to figure out who I would give y'all. D Mills. Okay. Um, let's 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 figure some people out. D. Who, D this could be a whole episode in itself, bro. Whole, this this, yeah, 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 this is probably fun as fuck, bro. So okay, D Mills. This is what we should do. He's a Bulls fan. He's a Laker fan. Who are two guys that they both despise on their own team? Mm. Kobe White for KB. Okay. Oh, that's a very fucking good one. That is a yeah. very fucking good argument. Kobe White ass ain't on shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mike Mike has a bias to where I don't think he hates He loves that's not I ain't heard him say none bad about any Lakers player in seven years. Nah, for a second, D Mills. I want to ask you You know who's a good one? K KCP. But I don't know if he matches well with Kobe. It's because Kobe's younger, more potential is there. But is there a guy that we can that can match Contavious Caldwell Pope and his inconsistencies? Or do you have a guy that can match Danny Green? Or we could just do how about Otto Porter and KCP? Oh, Otto Porter and KCP. Who you want? Should we flip it on them? Should we make uh, Contreo RU KCP and Mike Otto Porter? Or you want to yeah. give them the guy? No, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to let you call. You tell them what you KB want. KB gets KCP. Mike gets Otto Porter. Okay. Who start first? D first. You, you call the shots, D Mills. Oh, uh, okay. AB go first. I have KCP, correct? Yes. Okay. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna time it. Uh, not to give him more time to think, but I want to time it. And five. Well, Mike, Mike can be thinking four. the whole time. I'm even talking. Go. So, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, the reason I believe that he is better than Otto Porter Jr. is because he's been there in these moments. There's there's this term of the ultimate role player. Who is the ultimate role player in the NBA? KCP fits that. I've seen pictures of this man in the NBA Finals staring at the trophy because he was gonna be the one bringing that home for LA, and he did. Do y'all remember? Was it game game five? KCP came out guns blazed. Maybe it was game six. So he's a great shooter. Plays his role to a T. I have I don't know of many times KCP has stepped outside of the boundaries that they put on him as a Laker. And not to mention, he is a lot younger than a lot of us even remember. And we talked about it on the podcast. That man, like, 27, 28, even if that. So KCP shoots the ball extremely well, runs the floor extremely well, and also is an elite-level defender. Now, he ain't on the level of Kawhi Leonard. Let, let, me, let, me, let me hold off there. But what I am saying is he is one of the reasons why with no Anthony Davis, no LeBron James, that the Lakers have continuously been a top-two defensive team without having two all-defensive caliber players is because he comes in, he can clamp up your favorite player to an extent, and he hits the shots that you need him to hit. Sure, there's a bit of... That was a minute of ten. You was wrapping up, so that you had yeah. your shit calculated at a minute of ten. Um, <laughs> Mike, go. All right, let me tell you a little something about Otto Porter, man. Look, I know he's had some injuries, man. He's got the injury bug, but he was on the bull. He was on the bulls, and they they has got something wrong. But look, you're talking about the ideal wing that could fit next to a, anybody. A shooter next to LeBron is gonna do relatively well as long as they can shoot that motherfucker. We've seen people crap the bed when they get 
into, you know, teams with LeBron. But hey, do you remember Otto Porter back when they had John, when he had John Wall on his team and Bradley? But he had people that can get him. He was one of the best shooters literally in the league, catch and shoot. And KCP, I love him. Very good defender. But Otto Porter got sad to him. That's something KCP, you can't just grow overnight. Otto Porter is like a good six, seven, six, eight, long, can block shots at times, can get in the passing lanes. He's a dude that you actually can put on, on one of the better dudes. You could put on the Kevin Durant's, the LeBron's, and say, you know, give it a try. We're not even going to throw much help because KCP, he going to need it. You know, that's what the Lakers do. They're going to bite down defensively. They're going to make you make tough decisions. Otto Porter, I'm just leaving him out there on the island. If he gets cooked, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it as it is. Y'all have any rebuttal or call bullshit on each other? Yeah. I watched Otto Porter for two seasons. He played like eight games. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest. Yes, he had injury history. Nigga, he don't play. That is my biggest rebuttal about Otto Porter. He does. He got traded for the trade deadline, and he still only played like one game so far. If you want consistency, Contavious has been an Iron Man or close to it in comparison to this dude. Size? Oh my goodness. It don't matter if you 6'8", if you can't defend. None of that shit matters. It doesn't. I mean, he can help. Auto Porter is pretty slow. Now. Mike, you got anything to say before we wrap? KCP, I love you. It's just one thing. You ain't no, you ain't no lockdown defender, bro. Mm-hmm. I've seen you get... I've seen every damn motherfucker <laughs> torches. He plays pretty good D. But everybody been torture his ass. Derek. Uh I would say KB. He was more convincing. I feel like he had more facts. Um like Otto Porter isn't the defender that Mike's thinking of. Because when we was watching him with the Bulls, his foot speed has declined significantly. So it's not really that anymore. Yeah, I- I'm gonna give the nod to KP. Because of this one thing, uh, Mike, it's just just this one thing. KB talked about KCP, and you talked about KCP too. Most of your <laughs> shit was about KCP and not Otto Porter. <laughs> I know Otto it's Porter tough. hasn't even hey, played. Hey, no, I don't know. You were at a disadvantage, bro. You were yeah, at a yeah, big yeah, disadvantage. Def- that was definitely that was definitely our bad. I, while you was talking, I'm like, this was bad. I'm I'm trying to think of yeah. another one. Y'all right away because I'm like that was bad. When y'all said I got KCP, did you see the smile on my face? Because I was like, <laughs> that's easy. That's so easy. I thought they were on the same tier, but they're not because he doesn't play. <laughs> but but you did bring up some very good things because you brought back when Otto Porter was good. because <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, good, he yeah. was good. Um, so no, you didn't. Given what you were, I mean. Based on what you were given, you didn't do bad. It's just like it's not a lot you can say about a dude that don't play. <laughs> it's just not a lot you can say. See, um, who was someone that we could put along with Kyle Anderson? Kyle Anderson? Why yeah. that come up on your man? I want to get him. I want to. I want to switch it around now and get him two elite players. Two elite players. Contrero has Brandon Ingram. Do y'all want to? Do, do y'all want to save it and do a whole debate episode? Yeah, because we're but, already we're already an hour with twenty in. Okay, you're right. Next episode, we'll do a whole episode of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That leave it, leave it there. Give us time the to and and you like, know what? The well, I was gonna say let the comments decide what we debate, but then Mike is gonna be creeping, be like, "Ooh, let me think of some points on Brandon Ingram because I know I got to talk about Brandon." No, we'll, we should do like a wheel of good players, spin oh, it, and we get two people. Boom. Out of our control. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. A wheel, a wheel will determine everything. Yeah. Like hey, let's go. <laughs> I'm excited for that, bro. We should have like 
We should have one with role players too. Let's Facts, no. I think I think we should do like an elite player, a very good player, average players, and bums. We should do a Everything. bum wheel too. <laughs> Even who we go against should be on a wheel. Yep. Yep. Everything is on a wheel. Yep. I bet. Bet. Um, do y'all want to do to some after show things? We're already at an hour twenty. No need. No need. And there'll be the show caller. Hey, shout out call. to shout out to everybody in the Madden League. Can't say no names because I'm not gonna mention one dude and then not say the rest of the other people. Shout out to everybody in there. If that shit really get cracking, might have to open up another one, bro. Mm. Might have to open up another. Hit Mike up on Twitter, man. If you into if you into Matt, because some of those people are gonna drop out and they're gonna be spots open. So, MLB, I mean, but hey, it's there are some people in there that I mean I haven't played everybody, but I know I could kind of say like they just don't play Madden. They're ass, but they're like, hey, I, hey, how can I get into football? How can I do that? So I was like, that's pretty cool though. It's yeah. a new community. So you so you you run a cheese plays against people that have no experience. No, no, not at yeah, all. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. All right. Well, we'll see y'all on uh, Tuesday debate episode, unless something dramatic happened, but I doubt it. J debate episode. Peace.